Since the last time we have gotten together, there have been so many different experiences which have happened in our life. It's been unbelievable. Ida has affected all of us and all that was going on. You know, when I came back, I had evacuated to my children's house in Lake Charles. And when I came back and came over to Mass one morning, I was just blown away by what I saw. All the trees that were down, I never thought the city of trees would be as devastated as it was. The power lines, the loss of power, all that was taking place here, trees on people's homes, the devastation was just unbelievable for me to be able to see all this devastation. I was overwhelmed by it. And it took me down a little bit. I became a little down within myself. And then I started realizing, uh, communicating with my grandson, who went down to Homa. He took a tr pickup truck and he filled it up with water and gasoline and brought it to some people he knew to go down to Homa to be able to help them in Homa area and be able to work with them. And I was just overwhelmed by the stories he told me where there was entire massive structures not existing anymore, just everything being blown away. And I haven't even talked to my friends down in Lafouche Parish or in Lower Terrebonne Parish. I know that I talked to the president of Vanderbilt Catholic High School who said that they will not be in their school in Homa for eight to 10 months. It's been devastated so much. And they're going to have to go get portable buildings to be able to try to get their school to be back up on its feet. And then what happened was I started to realize last year, at the almost this exact same time, when I visited my children in Lake Charles after what they had been through Laura and the devastation that they had been, and they're still hurting in Lake Charles. I think all of you all are aware of this at this time. They've received no federal government help whatsoever, and they're devastated. They're still trying to recover for everything that's going on down there. So what happened is it kind of like started getting me to get a little down when I started putting all these things together. And then I started realizing, hey, my power came back on. And when my power came back on, it made me realize how much I took for granted, how much I took for granted electricity, how much I took for granted going just and getting in a line and going to a service station, and how much I took for granted being able to go to a grocery store and the shelves were all filled up and being able to receive supplies and buy goods and get the things that I needed. And I started thinking about this as such a humbling experience. And I prayed long and hard that I could start trying to understand this by looking hard, by looking through the eyes of God and trying to look through the eyes of Jesus to try to be able to understand what this all means and what, this all, what is all this about and what's happening. You know, we have to remember that Jesus suffered tremendously. And from his suffering came greatness and glory. And I think we have to try to understand that ourselves here as we get ready to go through this. You know, we are so blessed right now. Don't take anything for granted how much our government leaders have worked here in this Covington area to restore us to where we are today. I see those great big 18-wheel trucks, vehicles going around now. They're going to start picking up all this trash. Now, when they picked up the trash in Lake Charles, when I saw all this taking place, the trees were about this big around. Now I'm looking at trees that are as wide as me. 
and man, it's, it's incredible to see how they've all been cut up and put down and the restoration and the cleanup that all has to take place and has to go on. And I start saying to myself, goodness gracious, Dick, you gotta start looking through the eyes of God and try to make sense out of all this and make us realize that we got hit, we got a disaster, but we're still very blessed. It could have been a heck of a lot worse here in what was going on. If that storm had turned a little bit more, it would have been more devastation and more problems. But what happened was Ida went away. I talked to the athletic director at Southeastern and he said there's a lot of damage to take place to that campus and all that's going on over at the campus at Southeastern. But once again, he's got a hope of recovery because he saw what took place last year at McNeese. $60 million of damage at McNeese and Lake Charles. But they recovered and they kept hope and they kept faith and they realized that what they had to do was they had to take one step at a time. And we need to realize that we have to have a dependency ourselves on the vision of God and also remember that grace needs to be within each one of us. And the way we find our grace is we find our grace through prayer and we find our grace through the sacraments and we find our grace in the scriptures and we find our grace in doing good deeds. I think that's something that we all have to remember. It's very important to be able to put this together and to try to remember all this that's going on. I think that the church is just so inspirational in the way that God and working with the magisterium has picked out the liturgical calendar. What better saying could you have in the first reading than the first reading come about giving us direction and telling each and every one of us, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone has faith but does not have works? Can faith, can that faith save him? If a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day, and one says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat well, but does not have, but does not have the necessities of life, what good is it? I think this is what happens to us. We have to understand that we're blessed. And those of us who are blessed need to realize that we have a call to action. And that call to action is that each and every one of us has to turn our faith and our belief into action to being able to volunteer and to be able to go out and to be able to help others. You know, you hear our clergy here all the time tell you that it's important to offer time, talent, and treasure to be able to always be there through the church so that we can perform our ministries and do the things that we need to do. But it's always important that you be able to also understand that it becomes important that you, each and every one of you, do the volunteerism that becomes so, much so very important. I do call you all, always, as I always do, call you to the ministries of our church. Join some organization. I was impressed when I heard about all that the people here in the ministries, in the St. Vincent de Paul Society, in the Knights of Columbus, and some of the other organizations in the parish, how they've all come about and they've been able to help people in the community and help others who need help and all that's going on. You know, one of the things that's very important is that to grow in faith, we have to understand we've got to go beyond our first communion and our confirmation instruction. That becomes very important. If you only have your first communion and your confirmation instruction, I don't care if you're 50, 60, 70, how old you are, if you haven't continued to be able to go in your scripture and your prayers and to learn, 
you're still a child in your faith or a teen in your faith. And we need to grow in our faith. We need to be able to have strong feelings and join ministries and be able to take action and do all the things that we need to do. Today, when we say that family prayer, take the time to really hear the meaning of the words that exist in that family prayer. The Archbishop asks us to say that at every Mass in the diocese, when we have Sunday Mass. It's so dent and so, so necessary for us. I think it's crucial and important, and Father Otis brought this to my mind when I read a letter he wrote. What our mission statement says that what we stand for here at St. Peter Catholic Church, and what do we do? And we also need to understand that it becomes very important to understand that the devil is trying to stop us from doing some of those things and result to our own individualism and our own safety and selfishness and to be only worried about ourselves. That's why that St. Michael prayer becomes very important. And we need to say it every day and we need to listen to it and we need to go through with it very much. I think what happens is, is the thing I wanna to say to all of you all, I saw my children, I saw friends, I still see people today when things happen to me, they get the poor me syndrome. They get down. Some of them even get beyond down and they go to despair. I think it's important that we have to grow in our faith, understand our faith, understand what happens in our lives. And from that faith, we need to be able to understand we take action. And if you're devastated in some particular way, take one step at a time and make it work. I saw that in the plan of our parish government and how hard they're working to be able to help each and every one of us in this parish. I see businesses and houses that are gonna be coming back together again. You know, I was so overwhelmed by one of the businesses where I have a friend very close to, and what they're talking about, they lost all their inventory. They have no electric power. The customers can't come back for them to regain their money but they still believe that they're gonna stay and they're gonna have the structure and they're going to live and they're going to be able to get through this. I think that's the kind of faith that each and every one of us has to have. Each and every one of us in our life needs to grow strong and take action, volunteer, and do whatever we can. Remember that what happens is, is that Jesus says, I messed up my cards, let me find it. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and for that of the gospel will save it. As Christians, as followers of Christ, that's our call, to be able to do all we can to be able to make sure we follow what Christ has taught us and we'll be able to take action in our lives and help out whoever we can, wherever we can, whenever we can.